And our chapter for today is Galatians chapter 4. This continues the main section of the letter, and Paul continues here highlighting the superiority of the new covenant of promise through Jesus foretold in Abraham to the old covenant of law through Moses. But along the way, he, he leaves us a couple of noteworthy nuggets, and uh, so uh, let's, let's take a look at just a couple of things from here from Galatians chapter 4. I love the question that Paul poses to the Galatians in verse 9. He says there, But now that you have come to know God, or rather to be known by God, how can you turn back again to the things of the world? That is such a, an encouraging and comforting way to think about the reality of the Christian life. It's not just that we know God, but more importantly, that God knows us. That's an incredible truth that every Christian should think carefully about uh, and, and, and know by heart. A person might say, though, of course God knows me. He knows everything. And in that sense, you know, that might be right. But but he, he does know everyone but because he knows everything, because he created everyone. It's not as if he is totally ignorant of the existence of someone he himself created. So in one sense, God does know every single human being on planet Earth. But the Bible also makes clear that God does not know every single human being in the same way. Consider what we read in Psalm 1. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous but the way of the wicked will perish Hmm. that seems to suggest that the Lord knows the righteous in a way that he does not know the wicked what does that mean though in what way does he know his people differently than he knows all people in general consider that in the Bible the verb to know is capable of a more intimate meaning than mere cognitive uh, information this is clear as early as Genesis 4 1 when Adam knew his wife Eve and she conceived and bore a son well <laughs> that that is clearly more intimate knowledge and as we read further in the Old Testament though we realize that God knows p- his people in a covenantal way that he does not know others as we come to Deuteronomy 7 we see that God knew the people of Israel in a special way out of all the other nations saying in Deuteronomy 7 6 and 7 the Lord has chosen you uh, to be a people for his treasured possession out of all the peoples who are on the face of the earth and set his love on you okay so he chose them he set his love on them and then in Amos chapter 3 verse 2 God would say this same thing that God chose Israel and set his love on them but listen to how Amos says it God says through Amos to Israel you only have I known of all the families of the earth you only have I known God is not aware of all the other nations on earth no he is aware of them that's not that kind of knowing this kind of knowing is a a, a special intimate choosing setting uh, your special love on kind of knowing this is this is uh, the kind of knowing that is talking about Paul knows that and wants the, uh, the Galatians to remember that it's not just that they know God but even more importantly God knows them he is their God and they are his people that's the repeated uh, refrain of the Old Testament really of all the scriptures he will never leave his people 
or forsake them. Joshua 1, 5, Hebrews 13, 5. He has set his love on his people in such a way that he will finish the work that he started in them, Philippians 1, 6, and bring them to glory and everlasting joy, Revelation 21, 3. What a privilege not only to know God, but most especially to be known by him. And secondly, Paul also told the Galatians his ultimate desire for them, and he said, in um, Galatians 4.19, he said that he longed for the day when Christ is formed in you. When Christ is formed in you. That, that's really the goal of every Christian. What does it mean? It means the goal to see the character of the Lord Jesus Christ to become our character. It means to love as Jesus loves, to serve as Jesus serves, to speak the truth as Jesus spoke the truth, to have compassion as Jesus had compassion, to show grace as Jesus shows grace. And on and on it goes. It means that we die to ourselves daily so that every day we desire for people to see Jesus in us more than ourselves. We want, in Paul's words, Christ to be formed in us. That was Paul's desire for himself, as we already saw him declare in Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So don't be content with yourself as you are. Don't just say, well, that's just who I am or that's just how I am. Know that you are fully redeemed and safe through the blood of Jesus Christ, but also know that you at any given moment are a long way away from the character of Christ being fully displayed on a daily basis in your life, and same is true of me. So be content in Christ, but don't be content with yourself. Pray daily for Christ to be formed in you, because for sure it is a, God, it is a work that God does in us and not a work that we can do for ourselves. And that's just a couple of thoughts from Galatians chapter 4.